Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside Mr. Damon McDonald. At the time that we are recording this, it is Sunday, June 26th, and Damon, I was just telling you before we hit the record button, what a beautiful day it is outside of the PuroCast studios right now. That's why we're doing a five-minute show. <laughs> so <laughs> it's too nice to be, be cooped up and um, talking about nothing, really, because there, there were no shows, right? We're not reviewing a show. We, we'll, we'll touch on a, a show that's coming up later on in the week, but we're not really uh, talking that. Really, this is going to be about you know kind of catching up, catching our breaths, so to speak, our collective breaths, and uh, kind of a little bit of a review of, of where we've been in the calendar year and it will be a little bit of a preview because you know what tomorrow uh is that cork and hall show yes um and, and then maybe that's where we'll review we'll we kind of look at that show um and talk about the g1 participants because that's when they're going to get announced right so uh that's exciting but that's tomorrow and for some of you it's you might already know that information, but we're going to give our two cents, and and then you can point and laugh at your radio and say, ha, ha, what dopes these guys were, because none of it happened. <laughs> so I'm looking at the official New Japan banner for the G1 Climax 26 right now, mm. and let's go over who's on the banner, which I think it's safe to say that these guys are officially going to be in the tournament. So Good safe bet, yep. So, of course, we've got Okada and Tanahashi, right? right. I think that's, you know, a given. Uh, we've got Kenny Omega, who mm-hmm. that'll be his first G1 tournament. Right. We've got Togi Makabe, Bad Luck Fale, Tamatanga, which is something I've been uh, uh, campaigning for this past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Tetsuya Naito. We've got Hiroki Goto, Yuji Nagata, and Katsuyori Shibata, who, of course, is going to be your uh, G1 champion this year. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, you know, marketing materials, that's it's telling, right? The, the, I would think if you're making banners and making posters and making display advertisement, uh, yeah, there's a very good chance of those people in there. So the two people that would be new would be Kenny Omega and Tama Tonga, which is uh, nice. I think that's very good. I mean, w- one of which is nowhere near a surprise with Omega. Maybe Tama Tonga might be a little bit of a surprise. Um, with them dropping the tag straps, though, it does free him up a little bit. So I'm happy to see that. I, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's 
two nice additions, I think. You know who else it frees up though? So. Tonga Loa. I don't think he's in it. I don't think I don't think he's I, I hope you're right. No, nah, I don't I, I don't think he's a good fit. And I think they know it and they recognize it. I really do. I think that they they, they kind of know what they got with that and they, I don't think they were too happy and at least not at this point anyway. I mean, you know, this this guy could improve tremendously within the next year. Who knows? I mean he's 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 not a bad wrestler, but he's just you know, he's just kind of there. No, I mean, like he's I, I can't tell you if he's good or uh, yeah, I can tell you if he's good or bad. Not, why am I walking on fucking eggshells? He's not good. He was he's, okay that, in that Briscoes match. Uh, he's not a fit. He's not a good fit. That that Briscoes match was all Briscoes. I, I'm sorry, sure. it was all Briscoes. Um, no, I don't think he's a good fit for G1. That's for sure. Uh, he could barely make it through, you know, a, a, a simple tag match. When I say simple. I put it in air quotes, but he can't even. We can't even make it through that. I'm not walking. Th- I'm not walking on eggshells on this one. This, no, he's he's just not good. Um, all right, so that's that's two spots, right? So if we look at last year, right, um, okay. and who was in and who wasn't, um, and then we can kind of guesstimate where people might fit this year. So block A last year, Tanahashi, right? I mean, he's in barring injury, obviously, right? But that that injury is, is man, that's a big question mark. Is he going to be ready? Well, that is a very good question, and I think that that is the reason why they actually waited until tomorrow to do this G1 announcement, because they wanted to make sure 100% that Tanahashi was going to be ready for this tournament. Um, if I'm a betting man, I'm saying, yeah, he, he he's going to be ready. He's got to be. I mean, they are going to tape him up and 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 hope for the best. He's kind of another guy that has like these, um, you know, people always talk about how uh, John Cena has these mutant healing powers, and Tanahashi's not that far off um, from that, in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't have a vial of his DNA on me. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Although, that's subject to conjecture after our New York meeting. <laughs> Hanging around my neck. <laughs> um, July 18th, G1 starts. It, it, it is now June twenty sixth. Is Tanahashi going to be ready? Yes or no, Colin? Yes. Okay. I hope so. I have the utmost faith. All right, in his recuperative powers. Mm-hmm. All right. So with with your DNA, with his DNA around all of your chest, <laughs> <laughs> you're saying that with that knowledge, you're saying he's in. Okay. He'll, he'll be ready. Uh, AJ, obviously not, right? Obviously not. Unfortunately. Obviously. All right. Just making sure. Uh, Naito in. Fale in, right? Yep. I mean, we've, we've got to have, uh, you know, there has to be participants in this tournament that are there to um, not only be a spoiler, but take falls as well. So he plays both of those parts, really. Yeah, I think he's like a middle-of-the-road guy. So he exactly what you said. He's, he, he has credibility enough to get wins over guys that, you know, uh, it's not going to look ridiculous. But, again, he's a, he's a decent name that's going to be taking some falls for people to bump them up. Um, Yano, Toro Yano. Well, he is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, he's one half of the uh, GHC tag team champs, right? Correct, in Noah. Um, now, that's usually the kiss of death when it comes to G1, right? Well, I mean, right. And, and kiss of death being last year, really. Um, so you saw no Suzuki Gun um, members. So I'm going to safely say, I'm not safely saying, I'm going to say, that Yano is not in this year. Yeah, I'm going to say no. And you know what? That's fine with me. Yes, yes, because what you'll be getting are those one-minute, 
two-minute ball shot matches, right? And we, we've and, seen them. You know, we've seen them for the past how many years that he's been in the G1. So, right, I, right. you know, I'm kind of but over it. He, what he does, though, is he what he does is he establishes the, that fact of, again, the sports analogy. Just because you're the number one seed doesn't mean you you can't lose, right? Right. Um, and he gets over the, the um, it can happen at any moment. You know, for him to, to get a ball shot, pull the hair, roll up on a Tanahashi, I mean, that's huge, right? That's shocking. It's it's it gets over that fact that every, every near fall is a is could be the finish. Um, but with that said, um, yeah, he's tag team champions over there. I don't I don't see him coming in. So uh, we'll put an X next to Yano's name. By the way, remember that match that he had with Tenzon last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that we're, was... we're, yeah. Yeah, the the accidental blood, right? Yeah, that I mean, for that alone, that that made that one of the uh, memorable matches of the tournament, in my opinion. It absolutely did. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shibata in, obviously, right? Absolutely, since he's okay. going to be in the finals. Here's one Sumo Hall. <laughs> uh, I love that. Um, here's one Kota Abushi. Kota Ibushi, I think that we can both safely say, will not be in the G1 Climax this year. Okay, why? You think he's getting signed? You think he, you think he's WWE bound? Absolutely. I mean, okay, they, they, Damon, they, they they have two rosters to fill. They've got NXT to revamp as well. I mean, they're going to be bringing up a lot of those NXT guys to the main roster, and they're going, you know, they're. They're trying to make NXT this viable touring brand, and they need guys for that. So, absolutely, I think that him and Uncle Paul have absolutely already been in talks. I mean, I I don't know that, but I it's one of those things that you don't you can't prove, but you know. Okay, I'm gonna give you a little. I'm gonna give you a little different opinion. Okay, I'm gonna give you a little the, the, the other side of the coin. All right, this is Kota Ibushi we're talking about. Kota Ibushi is is is. Well, I'm just gonna call him a weird cat. It's a free spirit. Yeah, free spirit. Right, Kota Ibushi. Uh, I don't know if necessarily a a contract with NXT or WWE would f- tie into his what is what is it the, the Ibushi Wrestling Experiment Society the, or whatever the, the fuck uh, he was calling it the Kota Ibushi Paul Levesque Research <laughs> Institute I think it was yeah okay well I don't know if that necessarily jives all right here's a guy that's that's wrestling for that Anoki promotion that IGF thing right he's all over the map. Now, here's another thought. So, again, just because WWE wants him doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to come, right? This is a guy who turned, um, I, you know, I almost said turned his back. He passed on staying full-time New Japan. Right. You talk about, you, you talk about something that's restrictive. You sign a WWE deal, it's fucking restrictive, okay? Now, this, this cruiserweight classic thing that they got going on over there, right? That he's involved with, they taped on the 23rd. What was that, Thursday? Right? Yes. They tape. So every, a lot of this shit is pre-taped, which is garbage. But, okay, it is what it is. It'll be fun so, shows. Oh, I think they will. I, I, I mean, I definitely want to check them out, but um, it, it is what it is. So the 23rd, they taped. Their next taping is July 14th. Okay. G1, right. start, G1 starts July 18th. Right. Okay. The next taping after that, August 26th, the last day for G1. The 14th. 14th. Interesting. And then the, fi- and then the finals are the sixth or the uh, 14th of September. He could do it. 
He could do it. Um, and I hope you're right. I mean, I would love to see Kota Ibushi in the G1 this year. I mean, it would kind of feel, um, I mean, it's going to feel weird with the loss of a lot of guys. I mean, no, no Nakamura, no AJ, possibly no Kota Ibushi. Um, now I'm saying this just pure speculation, mind you, on my part, but again, we're talking about Kota Ibushi who again, we'll call him a free spirit, right? A weirdo. In other words, (laughs) a wackadoo, um, two, the dates jive, dates line up. It could fit. You know, airplanes are pretty tremendous uh, means of transportation. They're marvels of modern science, and we can they thank are. the great Howard Hughes for that. Thanks, Hughes. Uh, yeah, he could do it. Now, I don't know what other commitments he has. I don't know what his signing is. I don't think he's signed shit with them yet. I have no idea. So, again, my speculation, mind you, but wouldn't it be awesome you wake up tomorrow morning you find out Kota Ibushi's in G1. I would be like a kid on Christmas morning, Damon. Well, me too. Well, hopefully we get that because these people who download this show on Monday morning are going to be laughing their ass off when we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's just, again, it's a name that was here last year. Could he be here? He could. He really could. All right. Uh, so that's Kota. Um, Makabe, Makabe. Yes. He's yes. In. Tenzan. Is Tenzan in this year? Well, you do need those uh, those wily old veterans. You know, you need to have a certain number of them in the tournament. So I'm going to say that Tenzan is indeed in. Okay, because okay, you'll have Kojima, I'm sure, when you'll have Nagata. Yeah, you'll have Kojima. You'll have Nagata. Yeah, I think like the uh, the classic uh, New Japan dads, if you will, minus Nakanishi, of course, are going to be in. I don't know. I, I think Tenzan's on the bubble. Tenzan's a guy that's on the bubble. Last year, he struggled. He, he did struggle last year. He did. And even the year before that. Um, yes, people have to lie down and lose. People, there there have to, has to be people that go, you know, two wins, one win in this tournament. And Tenzan would fit that groove perfectly. He's Mr. G1, Damon. He is. But that was, that was quite a while ago, right? Uh, that wasn't last year. That was many moons ago. Is Tenzan in or out, Colin? I say Tenzan's in. Okay. All right. We'll leave him in for now. But then I'm going to bring up some other names that haven't been mentioned. Okay. In a, mo- in a moment. Doc Gallows. He's in, right? He's winning. <laughs> he's coming back. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's going to be Doc Gallows and Shibata in the fantastic. finals. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, Gallows is out. He will not be attending. Yep. He's part of the club. Yeah. He's got, yeah, I don't know what that means. The club sandwich. The club's the club. Ugh. Okay. Um, Block B. So that was Block A. So really, the the question marks are Tanahashi and Abushi are the question marks, and even Tenzan is a question mark at this point. But that leaves Yano out, Gallows out, AJ out, three spots available, and we'll just fill them up. You can fill them up with Omega and Tonga, right? Let's do that now. Right? Okay. Block B. Nakamura. Nakamura is out. He has prior commitments, I believe. All right. I believe so. I believe so. Uh, Okada in. Of course. Carl Anderson out. Yep. Okay. Goto in. Goto in. Ishii Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You know what? I From, from this day forward, um, I am going to say Tomohiro Ishii. 
Are you going Ishii? I'm going Ishii, and I believe that you had a, a little uh, DM conversation with uh, a friend of ours, uh, Man Manzuki. Uh, I didn't have a conversation. Did I have a conversation? I didn't say it. I don't know. I, 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 is it oh, Manzoku? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. We well, I mean, he mentioned. I don't know anymore. I'm so confused. I don't care. I like. Ugh. All right, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. <laughs> Ralph is Ralph is in, right? Ralph is in. Yes. Okay. Michael Eelgun. That's how you pronounce it, right? Eelgun. <laughs> yes, I, I I think that's a Canadian uh, thing. Right. Yeah. Elgin's in, right? Yeah. Okay. Elgin's in. Takahashi is Takahashi. In? I hope so. <laughs> I, I certainly you know. hope so. I mean, we just, just to hear that seductive sax, and you know, maybe he can uh, get uh, Mao Chen and Muffin Ass, and yeah, I'm, I, I hope so. Right. I was watching uh, Access this past week, uh-huh. and it was uh, Honma and Takahashi. That was a classic. It stunk, and and I'm not going to be honest with you. I'm not digging the JR commentary. I, I I told you I texted you I was like I'm watching I'm watching Nakamura Okada, and I was getting put to sleep, like it, it, this was a match with so much juice and energy and, and fire and like I wasn't feeling it from yeah. from them. I that, don't that know. was uh, that was one of my like three top three favorite matches from uh, the last G1 tournament. But yeah, you're right. There's something, and this isn't to take anything away from good old Jr. But I gotta say, Mauro Ronaldo is sorely missed on this New Japan on Access uh, television show. He really is. Yeah, I don't. I'm not digging the Jr. thing. Uh, I'm really not. All right, whatever. Um, we're all over the map. So uh, Elgin in Takahashi. You're saying in? I'm saying in. Okay. Nagata in? Yes, Nagata in. He can still go. Okay. Kojima in? Yep, Kojima in. Okay. Again, we need we need a certain amount of those old veterans. Okay. And Honma. Yeah, Holm is in. Um, he just um, he, actually he's going to be in the main event uh, facing Shibata next sun next Sunday. Yes, that's going to be a great never title. Yeah, it's going to be we're a good one. Looking forward to that. All right, so Omega, we're going to fit him into the AJ spot. All right, right. Why don't we do that? And uh, Tonga, we'll put it in the uh, uh, the Gallows spot. Right. Yep. Okay. So again, the question mark is Abushi. Yes or no? We don't know. We're saying Tanahashi's in. Uh, Yano is. Out, we'll say. Um, all right, so that means in block B, Nakamura out, uh, Anderson out, and everybody else is in. All right, Sonata, in or out? I'm going to say that Sonata's in. Okay, so he'll I'll put him in the Nakamura spot. Why not? Just to, just to fill a role. Uh, evil, in or out? Evil's in. Okay. All of the Ingober Nobles minus Bushi, they're going to be in this tournament, I feel. Okay. I got no more spots. Damn. So, is Yoshihashi in? That was one of the questions we got, actually. We're going to do a Q&A a little later on towards the end of the show. And I would like to see Yoshihashi in, which would mean... Who, that, gets, who gets booed? Um, if, if we're going to include Yoshihashi in this tournament, then I would say that one of the old veterans um, has to go. How about Tenzan? That's that's where I was leaning. I mean, and again, Abushi could not be in it. I mean, I can't believe we're sitting here talking about Abushi being in it or not being in it. But um, okay, so we'll just call it. We'll, you want to call Tenzan? We'll call Tenzan. So you think Yoshihashi replaces Tenzan? Do you think or do you want? I hmm, that's the thing. I 
I want Yoshihashi to replace Tenzan. Do I think that he's going to? Uh, that's 50-50. That's up in the air. I, I don't know. Way to, way to be committal. <laughs> I do, you, do you think Yoshihashi is in G1 this year, Colin Miller? You're looking for a yes or no answer. I am. I'm going to say yes. All right. So then he's replacing somebody. You're saying Tenzan? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's say Tenzan. Okay. I don't think that's happened, but that's all right. All right. What about Kushida? There was a lot of yapping, a lot of yapping about how Kushida wanted to be in G1, um, how you know he was going to help solidify the juniors with a, a uh, slot in the G1. That's what he wanted. That's what he was, he's been pining for. Is Kushida in G1? I am going to say yes. Kushida will be in G1. I'm I'm saying no. Um, where do you see him fitting in? Who's he? Who's, what spot is he taking? I mean, again, you would have to either either kick out one of the veterans or kick out. You're like, not kicking uh, out Nagata. No, you're yeah. not. You're not. You're not going to kick out Nagata. Kojima and and Tenzan are up in the air. You could um, kick out a Takahashi, perhaps. That's, I would think Takahashi would be the one. But then again, you need a certain amount of fall guys in this tournament. Yep. Yes, you do, Colin. And this is where See? it gets complicated. Yes. I don't think Kushida's in. And here's the thing. If Kushida is in, he's not going to do well. He's, he's going to be one of those bottom feeder guys. Yeah, and I, I don't want to see Kushida as one of those guys. So, yeah, maybe it's best that he sits this one out and doesn't pull a Prince Devitt here. Yeah, okay. All right, so that's that's that. So I can't really think of anybody else that would be – G one worthy that that we missed like a Juice Robinson is not not fucking in G one. Um, what about a, a a Ring of Honor guy? I mean, I don't see it. You don't see where, it. Where do you put him? That's a good question. Um, one who, have who, to... who comes over? Right. It's, it, we know it's not going to be Moose. We know it's not going to be Roddy Strong. Who comes over? Kyle O'Reilly. Adam Cole. No, I don't see it. Where, where, who, who, who does he replace? Again, I can't believe we're fucking sitting here talking about Kota Obushi and working ourselves up into a lather. We're really being dumb about this, but you know, I threw it out there with the Obushi. Damon, Kota Obushi is not going to be in this tournament. Okay, he's not. Right. There, as far as I'm concerned, the NXT contract is signed. Okay, all right. So, is that an Adam Cole? I, th- I think that would be a good replacement. I'd love to see Adam Cole in this G1 tournament. Um, Again, you have the Yoshihashi spot. You have this, the, 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 the Kushida thing you could possibly do. Adam Cole would be losing. Adam Cole would be in a loser role. You want that? You good with that? Not necessarily, no. Because I like Adam Cole, and I, I, I'd want to see him do good. Uh, that Ring of Honor person is not going to be over 500. Well, if there's going to be a Ring of Honor person in here that um, is there to kind of take falls, then you would think it would probably probably be um, Adam Hangman Page. Possibly. Possibly. Um, you're not going to do Jay Lethal, that's for sure. No. You're not, Jay Lethal is not yeah, in this tournament. They're not going to uh, put their world champ in the tournament. And... Right. Right. Um, okay. All right, Colin's going to be spoil. You know, he's going to spoil the party. No Kota Ibushi. No, um, I just don't see it. Neither do I. But I don't think there's going to be. I don't think you're going to get. You know, there was a lot of of jibber jabber about 
you know, bringing in all these Ring of Honor guys. You know, if you when you break it down, they're, they're, the spots aren't there. Spots aren't there for these people. You're not going to get that. That I think there's going to be some pretty disappointed people when these when these G1 lineups come up because you're not going to get that big surprise. How then, how about uh, Minoru Suzuki? I no. I think yeah. No, which is sad, man. I, if, if, I yeah. If he was in last year, he's not going to be in this year. I'd love to see Suzuki in this tournament. And, you know, to have a match with like Omega or uh, Naito. Yeah, I think imagine that. Imagine Naito now and <laughs> Suzuki. That'd be great. Suzuki just slapping the piss out of him. That'd yeah, be wonderful. Um, no, I think that's it, and I think people are going to be disappointed. I think I think I think the the new fans and and, and quite frankly our target demographic sure you're, we're going to hear it we're going to hear it on on the Twitter machine we're going to hear it on Facebook we're going to hear it emailed we're going to get to texts there're going to be some disappointed people because it's not going to be this this you know crazy revolutionary oh my god I can't believe this you're not going to hear here's what you're not going to hear you're not going to hear oh my god I can't believe Blah 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 is in the G one, right? Like, like you're not going to get that cruiserweight classic WWE. Oh my god, I can't believe they got Akira Tozawa. Yeah, right. Or Zack Saber Jr. Or you know, I can't believe you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that with this. Now, when have you? Uh, I don't know. Well, it's hard to say. I think last year even with Elgin was kind of like, oh okay. But like, even though a lot of people shit on it. Um, yeah, remember, remember the bitching that was going on when Michael yeah. Elgin was announced? And, yeah. like, I, I was one of the earliest defenders of that. I was like, what are you guys talking about? Are you are you, are you insane? This is going to be, you know, this is going to be awesome. We've got this big, you know, bruiser coming in. Imagine the matches he could have with Ishii. And, you know, sure enough, that was one of the standout matches from the G1. Yeah. So, that, it, look, look it, it, Yano. Uh, Yano's out. Yeah. Hmm. I know. Well, well, listen, we're going to wake up. We're going to have some disappointed people. We're going to have some people that are going to work themselves into a lather thinking that, you know, a Kushida is going to be in it or all that stuff. I think I think really what you're going to get is the logic. You're going to get logic. And, and watch us be good. completely wrong. And like, this tournament is like a po- you're going to see like all Japan guys in there, yeah, yeah. And, like zero nice, one guys. Nice, yeah. Big Japan guys. <laughs> Okabayashi's in a you know, fucking you know, Ultimo Dragons in it. Yeah, yeah. She's in it. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking great. And just to go back to the to the Kota Ibushi thing for one second, I I, I find it kind of ironic. Um, you remember when Nakamura was leaving, and uh, he I, I read that he had a dinner with Kota Ibushi. They had they had lunch or whatever, and Nakamura basically told him like, "Hey, you're you're the guy now. <laughs> it's time for you to step up and uh, you know, kind of take take the reins as one of the big four here and." <laughs> sure enough, Kota Ibushi's like, nah, I'm gonna follow you instead. I think I, I think Kota Ibushi has commitment issues. <laughs> you know, I really do. I um again, I, just because Uncle Paul and Vince want him doesn't necessarily mean that he's he's all up for it. You know, he's I could I could see him turning his back on that. I really could. I could see him doing the the the, the classic the the, uh, the the cruiserweight tournament. Yeah, I can't. S- Something tells me I, I I just don't see him signing a full time. He's not that kind of guy. Like he he wants to he wants that flexibility where he can have he can go to all these different places and and fucking wrestle crabs and you know giant lizards and and Komodo then, dragons. Yeah, and then wrestle you know 
whomever, you know, you know, go to DDT and you know, or you know. Do you think that there's like if he signs an NXT deal, there's like a, a giant crab clause in the contract? <laughs> I hope there are. I could go for some crab claws. I'm starving. <laughs> What? Oh, um, all right. So there's your G1. We'll we'll know tomorrow morning. Uh, by the time many people listen to this, it'll already be announced. We talked about it for an hour for something that has a, the shelf life of about 15 minutes. But uh, that's our thoughts for G1. So uh, again, we'll have some disappointed people, I'm sure. But that's the nature of the beast, I guess. Well, moving right along here, um, it's June 26th, and we're kind of at the midway point here in 2016. Um, where I think we can start talking about, you know, uh, would have been the the matches of the year thus far, you know, would have been the the, the biggest surprises of the year, of, of the year, the uh, biggest letdowns of the year. So uh, why don't we do that? And, all right. Um, and now, now, first of all, I think that this year, at, at at this point in this year, I don't remember having this many match of the year candidates already. Last year, during this time, I don't. They were um, there, but man, it just seems like, God, we've got like twenty match of the year candidates already. We have a lot this year, and and, and you know when we talk about top performers of the year, and again, when you we look back last year and the year before, you know there was always that man. This might be the Kota Abushi podcast because he's, his name is being brought up. Often, but you know, last year we talked a lot about Kota Obushi at the midway point being, you know, a wrestler of the year contender for New Japan, and um, you know, even there was some talk of Ricochet, and you know, this year to me is different in the sense of you don't have a lot of the usual names that you were talking about when it came to you know halfway points of the year. You know, last year you're talking AJ, you're talking Nakamura, of course Tanahashi's in that mix. Of course Okada's in that mix. But this year with all those, you know, the your, the usual suspects jumping ship and injuries and programs and 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 matchups and all that stuff. It's it's a it's I think it's been a to answer your question, yes, there have been loads of fucking talk you know and matches that could be match of the year contenders but to me it's the people that are involved in those matches um that you know given the opportunities to shine they have right so when i talk about wrestler of the year colin like so give me give me who you think give me like a top three of who you think would be in that conversation halfway point 2016 wrestler of the year now, when we talk wrestler of the year, are we um, looking at the whole big picture here as far as like, you know, not only um, quality matches, but merchandise, drawing power, et cetera, et cetera? I think so. And and, and, and I, I try to. I mean, I don't have a lot of those numbers. Like, I can only go by what people say and what I see. Like, I don't know how much Naito moves the needle due to, to his merchandise sales. I hear it's a factor, but I don't know. And I think anybody who does is just lying and regurgitating things that they've heard elsewhere. I mean, we do that a lot here too. So I mean, it is what it is. But um, but I, I, it's hard for me to 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 say that that's a factor in in my wrestler of the halfway point. You know, to me, I'm really looking at match quality and position on the card, and 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 draw. I guess you know, it, it, it is a person. If he's on top, putting people in seats, I think that's got to be a factor. 
Um, yeah, so I, I think so. But 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 if you come to me with the Naito selling merchandise thing, I'm going to give you a big. I don't know. I can't. I can't put that as a as a you know a, a definite qualifier for him being talked about as wrestler of the year. Does he sell a lot of merchandise? Yes. How much? I don't know. And how much that moves the needle? I don't know. I can assume it's only a positive, but I don't know how big of a swing it is. Well, if we're talking about strictly match quality, let's just talk about that for a second. Right. Um, I think that Tomohiro Ishii is definitely a name that should be taken into consideration for this year. I think so. So if you look at Ishii's year, right? You're obviously starting off with Shibata at the Dome, right? So that was a, a again, I'm not going to sit here and, and you know worry about quarter stars and half star. It was it was in the fours, right? It's a four star match. Right. It's in there and probably better than a a solid four. You probably could go quarter, half, whatever. That was one of my favorite matches the of of the year, and I think that it that uh, that match is absolutely going to be on the ballot um, during our end of year awards. I agree. I agree. And then he followed it up the next day in a match that kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Um, there was a multi-man that was really, really good. It was like chaos uh, against like Bobby. F- it was like, what was it? Uh, Beretta, Okada, Romero, and Ishii Ralph <laughs> versus <laughs> versus Fish Goto, Shibata, and O'Reilly. Was that and at that the was, New Year Dash show? That was at New Year Dash. Yeah. And that I'm going to go really- back and check that one out. Yeah, definitely do because that's worth it. That's a, that that was a really solid fucking match, um, and then the rematch with Shibata, right? That was at New Beginning. That's that's the one where Shibata wins the belt back. Yeah, yeah. Which was uh, wait wait a minute. No, Shibata won the belt at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He my retained. Bad. My, my my bad. You're right. You're right. My bad. Um, so that was uh that was a that was a solid four star match, right? Yeah, easily. Yet 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 another great match from Shibata and Ishii. Yeah, and then the Honor Rising show with Roddy Strong. Yep, we've got to take that into consideration. Yep, that was a good match. I, I think, I, I kind of was a little sour on it. I didn't think they gelled well. I thought the match was good. Uh, I saw some people giving it like four and a halves, and I, I'll give it a four. I thought it was a, a, a good match. Um, but that, I mean, you got to talk about that when it comes to the halfway point. That Honor Rising show at Corrigan against Roddy. Um, and of course, and, the matches, uh, the two matches that he has had with Naito, right? So the Naito with the, the uh, at Dontaku, right, was one of them. Yep, and, and the one at the New Japan Cup. And the New Japan Cup, right? So those are solid four star matches. You know, again, with with change depending upon which way you want to go, halves, quarters, whatever the case may be. So yeah, I think Ishii has had an outstanding year. Those matches kind of tell the tale that, you know, he's consistently had really strong matches when he's been put in the spotlight and asked to do so. And here's the thing with Ishii. It, it's always the case, right? It, it, that that's, shouldn't be a shock to anybody, right? The fact that he's having, again, another very, very solid year. Has he been chucked in multi-man tags that have been meaningless? Yes. Sure. Has he been sitting in that, that you know, Los Ingobernables chaos mix? Yes, and some of those matches have been been pretty good, but when he's been called upon, he's had some really fucking knock out of the park matches. Absolutely, and I kind of feel bad for um, ragging on these chaos versus Los Ingobernables matches because they are they're they're not bad matches, but man, I mean, we're gonna see yet another elimination match between the two factions next Sunday, 
Yeah. The problem is, is that you have access to all these shows. That's really the problem. You know, if, if you're just a casual watcher and you pick up these shows every once in a while, you might be questioning, what the fuck are these two guys talking about? These matches are great. I think the problem is that you see, you know, you can't live on filet mignon 24 7, right? <laughs> right. After a while, it's like, okay, this I, I get it. This is delicious. Oh, but, steak yeah. again? Right. Oh, Kobe beef again? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a pizza? Um, but yeah, but that's that that's true. All right, so give me another name. Uh, Tetsuya Naito. Okay, let's talk about Naito. Now, you're not going to hand wave the fact that the guy fucking won the, the championship. Right, you can't. That's a that's that's a big fucking deal, right? But he has not really had a tremendous year. Right? Um, as far as in ring competition goes, I would say um, no, he hasn't had a great year. Um, barring barring those matches, of course, that he had with uh, Tomohiro Ishii and uh, Kazushika Okada, he had some great four star matches with them. But um, eh, the rest of the year. It hasn't been great for him in ring, but you know, just the whole him really uh, this this Los Ingobernables character of Tetsuya Naito taking off and taking on a life of its own. You know, you you have to take that into consideration for Wrestler of the Year. That's a huge thing. That's a huge feather in his Los Ingobernables cap, right? Um, again, he started out the year at the Dome with Goto, right? That wasn't a great match. It was an okay match. That that was a forgettable match. I don't even remember. Did did he win? Did Goto win? Goto won. Goto wow. won that match. Yeah. What um, the hell happened? You're right. Remember, <laughs> well, I remember us bitching and moaning about it. Like, what the fuck was that? Why would Goto get the win there? That, yeah. Like looking back now, that that made no sense. It really didn't. Um, go to and then they they followed it up at the New Japan Cup, and that was a good match. Naicho and Goto was good. It was um, at, at at New Japan Cup again. Solid fours. You know, every time I mention and I call out a match, these are four star matches. You know, again, throw a quarter, throw a half, whatever we want to do. Um, and a four star match, by the way, is like I, I know we talk about them like they're just you know fruit that we effortlessly pick off of a tree outside, but dude, you know, a four star match is nothing to sneeze at. I've never picked any fruit off a tree. Have you? You I know never what? have. I actually don't think that I ever really have either. Right. I've never I've never done it. I've never gone like apple picking or anything like that. I've gone I've gone uh, huckleberry picking. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? Ba- back in the day with my grandmother, God rest her soul. We used to go uh uh blueberry huckleberry picking. Huckleberry. What's I don't even know what huckleberry is. Eh, blueberry huckleberry. Is it, a, is it a blueberry? Yeah, it it's it, it's a blueberry. All right. Um I feel yeah. like Nelson Muntz talking about <laughs> Blue, <laughs> blueberries and <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so here we go. Uh, Goto, New Japan Cup, blah blah blah. Uh, how about the, uh, Okada? So Okada at Evasion Attack. Okada, uh, you know, just following it up here um, with Okada taking the belt back, uh, and then he had Ishi at Dontaku. So he had one, one, two, maybe four matches that were solid fours. I don't, I don't think the Goto Dome match was a four star match. Wait, the, the, the Goto Dome match? You're yeah, talking about Okada. No, I'm talking about Naito. Okay, you just said Okada. Well, I mean, again, Naito... Okay, his match is with Okada. Yeah, All right. Yeah, right, my bad. Um, but that, and again, he had four matches. He had one with Goto at the New Japan Cup. He had one against Okada at Evasion Attack. He had one against Ishii Ralph against, in, in Dontaku. And, and at the uh, New Japan Cup. Yeah, and then Okada, uh, this one. So, yeah, so what, four or five 
Yeah. yeah. See, see, you know what? I'm I, I was I'm I was ready to shit on Naito. Four or five solid four or five. You know, yeah. You're always ready to shit on Naito. I really am. Since the uh, beginning of this podcast. Like <laughs> go go back and listen to the first like five episodes folks it's uh a lot of naito hate coming from damon but you know we we showed him didn't we yeah you sure did um you uh you know 2015 name me a great naito match i can't exactly but but i can name you you know i can uh tell you that there there was an excitement around naito that started in 2015 and, and look where it's at now Okay. The uh, seeds were planted and it blossomed into uh, uh, something uh, fruitful. A lot of fruit talk here tonight. Yeah, a lot, a lot of fruit talk here. A lot it, of it's, it's talk. <laughs> yeah. A lot of produce talk this one. All right. Well, I do have to go to the grocery store a little later after we get done recording this. So. All right. It all, it all makes sense now. Okay. So, again, maybe I'm kind of downplaying Naito a little bit. Maybe he had a better better year than I'm even giving him credit for, even with the Los Ingobernables explosion. Um, I think I mixed in French and Spanish. There, that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> All right, Spanish. Uh, who else? Who else had a great year? How about Kenny Omega? Yeah, Kenny Omega. Although I feel like he's kind of lost a little luster currently. Um, he's he's definitely not a replacement for AJ Styles like they wanted him to be. I mean, it's it's interesting because when they had him uh, pin Nakamura clean. At, at New Year Dash, and then, you know, they had him turn on AJ. I mean, that was like a star-making moment for Kenny Omega. And then, of course, he goes on to beat Tanahashi for the IC title. And yep. he was hot. He was very hot. But uh, something happened. I, I, I can't exactly pinpoint that, w- you know, what moment it was. But something happened where, you know, he, he got a little bit cold, it it, it feels. If it I don't know if that's the goofiness playing, you know, it I don't know. If it, yeah. I don't know if it's, if it's that, if, if people just got sick and tired of like the outside interference or whatever, but you know, you can't hand wave the match quality that he's had. So he had Kushida at the dome, right? I think a four star match, right? Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny because it probably was a four star match, but I can't remember it. Yeah. You, it gets lost in the shuffle with the other matches. Uh, listen, I agree with that. But then he had uh, the great match at New Beginning against Tanahashi. Yes, which, you know, is an arguable match of the year candidate. Yep, absolutely. And then he has, um, you know, the, the Elgin ladder match. Yeah, great match. Great match. And again, the angle. I think the angle plays a lot into this. You know, it's, it's halfway through the year. I think G1 is going to be a pivotal time for Kenny Omega. I think, I think that's really going to make his year. If he comes out of this tournament, and we're talking about Kenny Omega matches that were outstanding, and, and you, know, there's, you know, there's a buzz around him again, that's where I think is lost, like the buzz. Like the, the Kenny Omega buzz is, is, has petered out a little bit. Um, and I think he, he needs a real strong, I, I don't want to say a real strong, but he needs a strong G1 to kind of find some of that buzz back. Um, again, Tanahashi getting hurt. Yes, I think that has something to do with it. But yeah, yeah, I'm 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 in the same camp as you. It, it's certainly not, you know, flaming fireworks as it was when that angle went down. So it definitely has cooled off a little bit. But the match quality, I got to give you, I got to give him. He's had some great matches this year, for at least four or five. Again, like Naito, uh, you know, four stars or more. 
and and not only in New Japan, but do you remember that uh, six man tag that we saw in Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. That like in general, that is one of my like top ten favorite matches of the year thus far. Like outside of New Japan, I, yeah. I I love that match. I go back and watch it to this day. Well, there was that. There's one. Was that was that the ACH Kushida Matt Seidel? Yes, that that was that. Yeah, that was that was great. That was a that was a fantastic match. That tore the freaking house down. I thought so. I thought that was really good. So yeah, you gotta you gotta include that. I, I think I think that's definitely something. You know, it doesn't have to be necessarily all in a New Japan ring, but you know, the ACH Kushida, Matt Seidel's. I mean, well, ACH. You know, ACH is starting up in um, in Noah. Is he really? Yeah, ACH is going to be in Noah's uh, junior tournament. Yes. Huh, I did not know that. Yes, so there's his foot in the door. Uh, hopefully, it will lead a little bit more toward the New Japan side. But, yeah, uh, look out for ACH there. So, ACH, Kushida, Matt Seidel, Omega, uh, um, Nick and, and Matt Jackson. Yeah, it was a great match. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about that. Um, so, yeah, I think Kenny Omega's got to be in that talk as well. Can we um, go back to this ladder match for a second? We sure can. Because it seems to me that there is kind of a divide among critics and fans alike about this match. Like, for example, when you asked me my, my thoughts on this last week when we were doing our Dominion review, you were kind of surprised that I wasn't gushing over it like you thought I was going to be. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I thought it was a, I thought it was a very good match. You know, it was the first ladder match in New Japan uh, history, but like... When I was reading The Observer, Meltzer gave that four and three-quarter stars. And yes. Man, I, I, I wouldn't go that high. I mean, four is my ceiling for that. You, you, Meltzer gives two stars automatically anytime any type of fucking ladder is involved. He loves <laughs> his, you know, car crash ladder matches, doesn't he? Yeah, it's it's automatically getting four stars out of the game if, it's, if there's a ladder match involved. Yeah, the one, the one from uh, from WrestleMania, he gave that over four stars, and that was a shit match. Yeah, he loves a ladder match. He loves he loves a ladder match. That's that's kind of like a bit of like a running joke. Uh, as a matter of fact, on uh, many a podcast, I know I I know I've listened to uh, the Voices of Wrestling flagship show, and they always. Because I mean, they're reviewing WWE shows too, and and they they shake their heads like, what the fuck. And he's he's pretty notorious for the for the, uh, the looking favorably upon a ladder match. Um, yeah, but I mean, I I thought it was a really good match. I don't know if it's three. Yeah, it was it, it was very good. But man, I, I like just in my opinion, for me, I'm not gonna put that in match of the year. And you know that I'm I'm neither right or wrong. Like if you're a listener right now and you're and you're thinking to yourself, hell yeah, that was an awesome match. I would, I would definitely put that in the match of the year. You know, please please let us know if you if you really love that match and think that highly of it. But for me, it was just you know it was it, it was very good. Yeah, four and three quarters. Again, I hate hate getting involved in the fucking conversations about star ratings, but. That's an ass hair away from a five star match. Yeah, and that's what you're I, telling me. That's what you're telling me, and I don't. I didn't feel that. I didn't feel no, that. I I didn't feel that either. And you know that 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 is to take nothing away from both competitors. You know those guys work their asses off in this, but just for me, it it, it was very good. You know, four four is my ceiling for that one. But anyway, uh, moving on. Yeah, yeah, Kenny yep. Omega definitely in the uh, in in the talk for wrestler of the year. Okay, I'm going to give you my pick. This is the Damon pick for for Midway Point 2016 Wrestler of the Year. Okay, so so just to review, the three that I mentioned were Ishii, uh, Naito, and Omega. Yep. I'm going to give you a name okay. that hasn't been mentioned. And I'm going to defend him to my death. All right. 
Let's do it. Kushida. Kushida. Hey, I'm not going to argue against that. Think about the year that he's had so far. He's had an absolutely spectacular year, and it's gone. Some of this is going to go under the radar, and I'm going to read off some of this shit, and it's going to spark people's memories, and I'm going to win a lot of people over that are kind of on the fence with Kushida. Let's right? do it. So Kushida, the Dome, Kenny Omega. Again, we talked about that. I would give it a four, but it, 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 is, it did get lost in the shuffle. But it kind of began Kushida's junior run. It was a great match. Yes. We mentioned it earlier, that Ring of Honor match. And again, it's a multi-man tag match. So, again, there's a lot of factors that go into it. There's a lot of you know other people that are going to help make that match great. But he still wasn't a participant in that Ring of Honor uh, match, the ACH, Kushida, Matt Seidel, Omega. Yeah, all those guys, you know, all six of them shined individually in that match. They did. I, I think so. But again, it's I don't want to say it's easier to have a great match with multiple people because you could take a break, get a breather. It's a lot different than one-on-one. Get a hot with, dog. Get I would. <laughs> you know that. All right. But then he follows that up with, and again, this may not be in, in, in exact chronological order, but um, he had Adam Cole that same weekend, right? He had, he That's had right. And you know yeah. what? I don't think I ever saw that match. Yeah. You know what? You Yeah. You didn't make the second part. Yeah. But... Um, it, that was really good um, against Adam Cole. Again, I, I think it's just grazing a four. Um, I wouldn't go any higher than that. But again, it, it's it's there. I think it's in the conversation. He had a great match with ACH in Philly in March. Yeah, that, that, that's another one that I'm not hip to. I saw that live. It was great. Let me tell you. And, and again, remember when you said, what was the best match of that show? Go back and listen to the podcasts. I said it was that match against ACH. It was fucking great. He had a match with uh, Kyle O'Reilly. I didn't see, but I heard nothing but great things about in Toronto. Yeah, the, the Ring, the Ring of, Honor. of Honor one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't see that one either, but yeah, I heard great things about that. And uh, while we're on that, you know, think about, I mean, I think that he was the ace of this Best of the Super Juniors tournament. Absolutely. Again, you had his match against Kyle O'Reilly, which, you know, four and a half, I think is an easy grade, right? Uh, he had Taguchi. Which you loved, yeah. Right? That man, that that was a phenomenal match. And then he had Osprey. Yeah, he had Osprey um, at, at Invasion Attack, right? Yep, yep. Two two matches with Osprey, both you know great matches. Yeah, I liked Invasion Attack a little bit more, but I'm not fucking hand waving, uh, you know, the finals. Yeah. He had a good match with Bushi, even though we fucking hammered it because of all the interference. I mean, he still had a good match in February. Yeah, and you know what? The crowd was pretty hot for it too, if I remember. Real hot, right? Then. We forget about this match. How about the fucking match against Liger at Dontaku? Yeah, yeah, there's another match that's going to go under the radar, but, you know... It was a solid match. Sure. Kushida's had a fucking really strong year, kids. Also, you're uh, you're forgetting about uh, another one of my favorite matches from Best of the Super Juniors. He had a, 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 a barn burner, if you will, with Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel! Absolutely correct. Fucking yes. great match. Guys, Kushida needs to be in this conversation. And to me, he had a better he's had a better year so far than Ishii. He's had a better year than Ishii. Yeah, which is saying a lot. And again, Ishii had great matches, don't get me wrong. But Kushida has consistently over and over and over and over again have had great matches, right? Kenny Omega's had a great year and has been put in a position to to have a great year. I think Kushida had a better year so far. Naito, again, Los Ingobernables. You can't fucking hand wave it, right? 
He's had great matches too. But I, I can name more great Kushida matches this year than I can name great Naito matches. Yes, I can do the same. Just yes. a fact. But again, position on the card, right? Right. Kushida and Naito is ex- expected to do more from a draw perspective. He's put in a bigger spot. I get that. And even Kenny Omega too. Um, but if I'm just looking at match quality, and again, that's really one of the, aside from numbers of, of gates where we can kind of say, okay, this the, he was on top and he drew, uh, you know, Naito is going to beat Kushida in that, right? But, and and again, we talk about the, the t-shirt sales, which again, I, I and, the, and the merch, I, I don't know the numbers, but again, I'm assuming that it's moving the needle somewhat for Naito, right? Yeah, um, yeah, you got to include the gimmicks. I think so. I don't know what the numbers are. I don't know. And again, I don't know how much of a swing it is. But we'll, we'll, we'll to me, it's 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 a Kushida Naito. It's Kushida Naito Ishi. Okay, that's that, that's a solid trio there, Kushida Naito Ishi. And I don't think Ishii. anybody. Yeah, <laughs> Ralph, <laughs> Ralph. Um, and I don't think there's there's you know I mean who else? I don't think Okada. No, I, you know what? I, I was just going to bring that up. Okada, to me, this year, I mean, okay, he had what I think that you and I would both agree is the match of the year thus far, of course. We're talking yes. about the head, the headliner at the Tokyo Dome against Tanahashi. Just, yes. you know, you said it was the greatest pro wrestling match you've ever seen. I'm not going to argue with that. You know, it's, it, it's my match of the year so far, which is funny because I only watched that match one time. I, just, I watched it three. I, I, I watched it two weeks ago. Um, and it stands up, man. It really fucking. I only watched up. it once because it, it's kind of like, like almost uh, one of those things where it's like too much. You don't want to have too much of a good thing. Like that match was so blow away to me that like I don't want to like I. I'm, I'll never live my life that way. If it's a I, good thing, I want nine more of them. Yeah. I, I I know I know because hey you know not for nothing we can we don't know what the future holds we could we could both be dead tomorrow. Hopefully we're not. But <laughs> this is going to be a real. This is going to be a trip. This is going to be the Damon tribute podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, and but it's, it's going to be. Oh, Damon McDonald uh, was in a car accident earlier this morning. This is his last podcast. No, we don't. <laughs> you can use that if you want. If it does happen, you can use that sound clip, and, and <laughs> I'll give you full permission. No, but seriously though, that was one of those matches. Where like, or I was like, okay, this this was so good that I'm going to go back to this at a much later date, and I'm going to see if I feel the same way. Here's what you do: watch it tonight. Watch it tonight. There's nothing else on. Uh, that is not true. Tonight is the Game of Thrones uh, season finale. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen an episode. I never will. I don't give a fuck about it. Hey, you're not, you're, not, you're not the only one that uh, has expressed that opinion to me, but like, you're wrong. Like Dungeons and Dragons bullshit like that? I don't give a fuck. Uh, I really don't. What's the appeal of, I, of that? I, I would say that, that, that Game of Thrones is fantasy for people who don't like fantasy. Flesh for fantasy. That's <laughs> Billy Idol. Hey man, um, t- tits and dragons all the way. Tits and <laughs> dragons. A, that's the name of my new band, my new synth pop band. That would be a good uh, pro wrestling promotion. Tits and dragons. D and D. Tits and dragons. It'd be great. I think you know what. I'm gonna start I think that. There's something there. Anywho, Colin. Anyhow, yeah, yeah. Uh, o- o- Okada. Um, yeah. Besides that match at the dome with uh, Tanahashi. Uh, okay, he he had. Uh, the, the double Naito. Yeah, yeah, the du- <laughs> the double Naito. He had that. Um, he had Sonata. Yeah, he had Sonata. Huh, that match was okay. Yeah, it wasn't 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 as it was good, but not great. He had the match with Moose at the ROH show we were at. That was fun. Good, not great. Yeah, not 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 great, but it was it was fun. 
glad we got to see it. Um, and then the multi man. Yeah, yeah, the multi man. Uh, at, at Dash. Yeah. What What else though? And 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 that's one of the things that frustrates me about him regaining the title so quickly. You know, Naito only had that for seventy days. And to me, you know, New Japan is kind of treading into these waters now where they have to be really careful about, you know, the number of times that they're swapping these belts out because... No, Colin, again, I shared the stat with you. Vader's first run, months. Choshu had a month. There's plenty of guys that have not had a huge run their first time with a belt. It's okay. You're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna burn out the Japanese crowd with that. Um, it don't 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 put too much into that because that that's it's not North America. You're not. It's this is not going to be a situation where it's fucking Dolph Ziggler. I mean, it's okay. You know, you'll you'll be fine. You'll be fine with Naito with that. Okay. I just well you know Okada again, Vader, Vader's first reign one month. And again, this is from uh, Minoru San one on Twitter, um, who actually I we we retweeted it on our uh, feed. But Vader's first reign, one month. Choshu's one month. Hashimoto went three months with no defeat, then lost it three months later. Tenzan one month. Uh, Nakamura's first was three months. It's okay. It's happened before. It, it'll happen again. It's just what they do. It's just what they do. By the way, speaking of Vader, can I make this announcement really quick? You can do it. I know your fucking pants are down for this, but I'm, I I'm dying to make this, this announcement. It's, okay, go make it. it. This is breaking news that just came out this morning. So at Rev Pro's Uprising 2016 show, which is going to take place at your call on Friday, August 12th, we are going to see Will Osprey versus Vader. <laughs> this what a time to be alive! <laughs> Let me tell you. That's feud of the year right there. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, the dollar and the pound are, are neck and neck. I think the dollar is worth more than the pound right now with all the uh, all the shenanigans going over there with our friends in uh, the U.K. Yeah, the big Brexit bomb. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know enough about it to talk about it, So, but I just know everybody was in a fucking tizzy. Um, so, I mean, listen, save up some bucks. Let's go see Vader and Will Ospreay. Hey. And, and they, they have, I forget what day it is, but Shibata, Zack Sabre Jr. is somewhere over there. That, that's going to be fucking great. That's right. And also, uh, Shibata, well, while we're talking about him, he is going to be officially making his North American debut at the Death Before Dishonor 14 show for Ring of Honor, which is going to take place in Las Vegas at Sam's Town on August 19th. And I'm kind of on the fence about that. Like, I I don't know if, I, if I'll be able to get off work for wow. that, if I can... You know, scrounge up enough cash to go for that, but man, I'm, I'm kind of dying to uh, see Shabbat's debut. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But uh, well, that, that uh, is happening. You know, yes. Well, the good news is it, it was visa issues that have been cleared up, right? So if he's going to be in Vegas, eh, again, I'm not. Don't be surprised if you see him at a outdoor venue in the summer, in the Northeast. Let's don't be surprised. All right, so yeah, I just wanted to mention those uh, those two matches. We've got Vader and Osprey and uh, Shibata debuting in uh, for Ring of Honor in August. So I, I, I gotta be honest with you, I didn't know how bad at one point Vader's health concerns were. Like Vader was in a coma for thirty days. Yeah, that's crazy. I had no idea. Um, I mean, I heard about it, but you know how you just forget shit and it's like, oh yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't. 
Colin, do you think this is going to be a good match? Well, let's look at the age difference here. You, you've <laughs> got a, almost a 40-year age difference because Will Ospreay is 23 and Vader is 61. You know what? 61 is not what concerns me. Two is, the, is what concerns me. That's how many knees he's had replaced, right? <laughs> Two, Two knees. Yeah. Uh, 30 days in a coma. He was he had 30 days in a coma? I'm reading some of this shit. I'm like, oh, my God. He lost like 121 pounds when he was in a coma? I think you need a good coma, Damon. <laughs> I certainly do. Um, that's not nice. You know, that's really hurtful. Um, I'm just teasing. That hurts. Um, your words hurt me. Uh, I need a safe space, Colin. Um, look. I don't think this is going to be great. To be, <laughs> I, I really don't. I think I think we're going to see a spectacle. I don't think we're going to see a great match. We're, we're going to see a hot crowd for this. Come on, the, the the fans are going to be into this, and I want to see Vader do a flip. He he has to do the big moonsault from the top. You think he's, I I I tell you what, if he does a moonsault, not only is he a dope, but uh, uh, he's he's a, a a miracle of science. He should not be doing any. Just think about how ironic it would be though if he did a flip during this match. I want to see I want to see him fucking tear into Will. Let's see him. Let's see him. Uh, see him get a little rough with Will. Let's see how Will takes that. Call Vader. Yeah, well, Vader has always been an, a uh, notoriously stiff performer. So yeah, yeah, that's that's all he's got. I mean, seriously, it's going to be one of those. You know what this could be? And again. Maybe not even in this realm or in this. What you know. Vader's going to shoot on him? No, <laughs> yeah, he's going to pull out his eye like fucking hands into them. Um, this is what like I think of when I hear a Vader Will Osprey match. I think of Tenru Okada. Right? Yeah, it it is kind of like in the same ballpark as that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if the, I mean, you know, Will is going to have to be fucking. He's doing ninety nine percent of this. He's he's gonna make this match. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I do I want to see it? Yeah, I, I, but it's I want to see it for the spectacle. I, I can't imagine it being a great match, but eh, we'll see. All right, so there we go. We're all over the map today. Well, Damon, uh, on that note, I think now would actually be a good time to get into our little uh, fan Q and A here. You know, oh, I'm, I'm all just, right. I'm just looking at the time. We're not going to talk about tag team of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, a- actually, we're going to get into that because I think that's one of the questions. Okay. So, let's uh, start. yeah, yeah. So last night, you know, I, I put the uh, I put the word out on the social media gimmicks. I said, hey, we're thinking about doing a Q and A uh, tomorrow since we don't have any shows to review. And as always, we've got a tremendous response from our great listeners. So uh, let's get into this right now. Uh, why now, keep s- in mind, I didn't. I, I have not looked at any of these questions. I yeah, you, you, that that that's not a gimmick, folks. He does not know any of these questions. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know how to get on Twitter. <laughs> no, I certainly <laughs> do. Right, well, Damon, right. you download the app on your your phone, and uh, oh. I know right. it's a lot of work. It really is. All right. Uh, okay. So fire away. Let's go. All right, here we go. And I apologize in advance if I butcher some of these names here, but uh, we're going to go to the Facebook page. Did Tomohiro Ishii give us a question? <laughs> yeah, yes. Ralph this gave us a question. This comes from from a Ralph Tomohiro Ralph. Well, actually, actually it, it's funny because the first question is about none other than Tomohiro Ishii. And this one comes from uh, Jordan uh, B. Bill Bileski. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't read this here. Um, 
Jordan Bileski, I'm going to say, and I apologize, good sir, if I am completely butchering your name there. It's, but, it's pronounced Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? All right, so here we go. Um, his question to us is... Yes? What is the next step for Ishii? I want to see more singles matches. Well, I mean, I mean yeah, you're, 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 you're yeah. going to get them in the G126, certainly. Yep, uh, yeah. I mean... Keep in mind, guys, it's not, you know, the, the single matches, as Conan likes to say, don't grow on huckleberry trees. <laughs> they right? don't. Right? Uh, single matches in New Japan are, are treated special. It's not like you're going to see them all the time. Um, if, if, if the question is, do you see Ishii rising above the level that he's at? No. This is who Tomohiro Ishii is. He's in the same level as Shibata. Never title. Maybe a tag strap. No higher. All right, second question from Facebook comes from Mr. Peter Gardner, and uh, he's a lot of he, he's like three questions here. So Jeez, I, just want, I, yeah, I know a lot of people take advantage of this Q and A thing. You know, oh it's, it, what, one question, folks, please. No, no, as many as you want. <laughs> if they're good, if they're shit questions, Colin's the judge, though. I don't, I, like I said, I don't even know. So, all right, so the first question he has is. Uh, he says, the heavyweight tag division is rather shit, isn't it? Isn't it? That's the question. <laughs> With yes. The, the, answer is, the answer is absolutely. Next question. <laughs> Without bringing in outside teams, put together three teams using the current NJPW roster that you think could A, be a cool team, and B, maybe give those guys something to do. Well, here's the thing with that question, though. I've never been a big proponent of, okay, let's take random guy from A block and random guy from B block and put them together and call it a tag team. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that. Are you, Damon? No, you need matching tights to be a tag team, right? <laughs> yeah, you do. You, you know, I mean, look, look at the, the the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express. Come on. Um, but to answer the question, I mean, it's not necessarily taking two random guys, but I think, like, for me, an evil Sonata is kind of tailor-made for the tag belts, right? Yeah, you to could me- do an evil Sonata. I mean, they're from the same faction, so... Yeah, I think I think that's where you were going. I was excited actually with the Elgin Tanahashi thing. That was um, cool. I really was. I thought that was really the way that they that we were going to see to give Tanahashi the time off that he so desperately needed. Um, what if we did uh, a, a Goto Yoshihashi tag team? It's not bad. Yeah, I don't it's think okay. it's bad at all. I would take that. Two solid hands. Yeah, I would take that. Um, I still they, like. They can Shibata. call them the gatekeepers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Chief Jays. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still like the, um, oh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, you made me lose my train of thought, you bastard. See, that's why I blurt out shit, because I fucking forget shit the minute, like, the Alzheimer's kicks in, and, uh, my head explodes. Uh, all right, no, I think that's good. I think it, that, that answers the question, right? What else we got? Uh, one of his questions here, and I think you're going to like this one, why the Nakanishi hate? Considering this guy came back from a career-ending in- injury and his age, he works harder and does more than most of the other dads, and honestly, a good quarter of the roster. I know nah. he's not the best, or was never even the best in his okay. prime, but I think he is way underrated for the roles he plays <laughs> than people give him credit for. What, what do yeah. you think about that, Damon? No, I think he's off mark. Um, and again, you're if you like what you like, but you're off mark. Um, he, he, Nagata's better. Um, Kojima's better. Um, and, and, and has always been. Like, Nakanishi has always been behind those two dads, if you will. 
Um, I think a lot of people, by the way, got a kick out of that photo I posted on our Twitter a while back that you sent me, where uh, yeah. uh, the, the, where Nakanishi was the young lion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, everybody st- starts that way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, yeah. Age is a motherfucker, isn't it, Colin? Um, I'll show you pictures when I was in. You know, Colin's just learning that people age, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just starting to learn that. Yeah, you're in for a fucking shock. Um, Can't wait. Now, I mean, look. Nakanishi, I, I how can I get excited? To me, Nakanishi, and again, it's not a huge spot. It's not a big role, but to me, he's a guy that that even in that role, he's third, fourth fiddle. So he's taking a spot that really physically the demands that we're asking of him, he can't even do that very well at this point. I understand the fact that he's been around for a long time. He's I've never been a fan, but with that said, I get the fact that that longevity has some, you know, has uh, you can't hand wave, but he's taking a spot from somebody. Wouldn't you rather have somebody else in that spot? Well, I will say this: God bless him for still doing the uh, cross body block from the top rope. He he has one spot a night, or a, a, you know, a, a match. Listen, I was at Dontaku when he did the dive over the top rope. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I was saying. Hey, it, it, it's a wonder that he can do some of the stuff that he does. And again, it, it is a mentality of taking care of those people. That I appreciate. You know, the fact that the company takes care of the person and 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 lets them go as long as they want to go, it feels like. Um, but there's got to be a point where you got to look in the mirror and say, okay, I, I probably should should step aside. I think that's not an issue. I'm sorry. Uh, next question comes from Vincent Sardo, and he asks, with G1, should NJPW reach out to the likes of Chris Hero and Big Daddy Walter to help boost the division? Also, if they do, I think after G1, they would make a hell of a tag team for NJPW. Um, I'm a big Chris Hero guy, but I'm not that familiar with Big Daddy Walter, so maybe you can enlighten me there, Damon. I don't know who the fuck Big Daddy Walter and that's you know no knock. I just oh, I I don't know Chris Hero. I definitely do, but you're not going to see anybody. We just went over for 20 minutes. You're not going to see anybody new for G1. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I I would love if we saw Chris Hero in G1. It, but but again, th- th- there's no room, and they're not going to make room for Chris Hero. Watch you know us wake mean? up tomorrow morning now. Chris Hero, <laughs> he's in the a. yeah A block, <laughs> A block old Chris Hero <laughs> versus Tanahashi, right. Sumo uh, Hall. Yeah, that's not happening. So uh, again. There's a lot of names I'd love to see in G1. There's a lot of sexy names that are out there that would be a nice fit for G1, without question. It just, you know, if you're looking at it logically, it just can't happen. Uh, this question comes from uh, Andrew Bellman. And Andrew? He asks, do you think Kenny Omega could win the IWGP title as A, leader of Bullet Club, B, just overall either as a face or... Or a heel. So should, should should he win the title as leader of the Bullet Club, or just you know a, a face or a heel, not part of that faction? Um, well, Omega's, first, not Omega's not winning the the heavyweight title as a face, heel, tweener. I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, if he's going to win the the IWGP heavyweight title, it's going to be as the leader of the Bullet Club. It's going to be after he sets Antonio Inoki's house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I see this happening. Uh, next question, I think we kind of answered um, from Tarin Johnson. Again, sorry if I'm butchering these names. And he asks, do you guys think that Minoru Suzuki will be in the G1 this nope. year? And also, who do you think? Uh, also, who do you guys think will be some outside wrestlers going in to be the G1 this year? We kind of covered that. Um, we did. I don't think anybody. 
Kota Ibushi. Yeah, yeah, Kota Ibushi. Daniel Bryan. <laughs> oh, Christ. I knew that was coming. Uh, this next question comes from Tom Weinman, and this goes along with the heavyweight tag debacle. Uh, the heavyweight tag division is weak. Why no KES? Just curious. I know they are over in Noah, but they would be a great ta- a great team to go to against the Briscoes. I mean, Takahashi and Paige, I don't see that as viable. Uh, Tom, I don't see that as viable either, but that's where they're going, and I'm sorry to say uh, Killer Elite Squad, I, I don't see them coming to njpw anytime soon although i would love that yeah yep no no need to go any further i agree with both points and honestly tweet lance archer i know he's on the twitter give him and he answers questions too um he's not going to answer honestly be like fucking gato hates me you know you're gonna hear that (laughs) but um i I don't know i i you would think you would think they that you know they spent a lot of time in new japan um and, and and they needed a new coat of paint, let's be honest here, uh, when they were in New Japan. And, and going to Noah was, you know, a little shot in the arm for them. I would welcome them back tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think they would work great against the Briscoes, but I don't think we're going to be seeing that anytime soon, not just yet. Uh, no. Next question is kind of an interesting one. I like this one from, uh, from Jason Persevich. And he asks... What kind of relationships do the Japanese wrestlers have with the Gaijins? I would think the language barrier would make it hard to put a match together. Always wondered how that was done. Well, um, I remember AJ Styles. Uh, I, I think he was asked this question, or at least he talked a little bit about it in an interview. Um, I don't know if it was a podcast he was on. I can't remember. But uh, basically what he said was that pro wrestling is a universal language, and pretty much all the moves are, you know, the same in Japanese as they are in English, except that you they, they call a suplex a brain buster. That's it. Like, Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, when you're trained to be a pro wrestler, you're learning the basics so that you can get in the ring with anyone. And at the very least, you have a competency at a certain level of being able to work a match. Um, you get to a New Japan level, obviously that competency is raised. So you can have very good matches without really a lot of communication at all, really. Um and then, as Colin explained, the match structure and, and how they call the shit in the ring is a lot of it is universal. So it's, you know, the, the language barrier is not there. Um, and listen, everybody that I've ever talked to and anything that I've ever read from a guy who's worked at New Japan, the locker rooms have always been one of the best. I've never really hear, heard much complaining about the locker room. I have heard complaining. I'm not going to lie to say that it's, it's all roses, you know in New Japan locker room. And I'm not saying this just to be like to cause any kind of fucking friction, but it's a locker room. And anytime there's a competitive you know, environment where I want that spot that that person's in, yeah, there's going to be a little bickering. There's going to be a little, I, you know, they're independent contractors, you know, trying to position themselves in the best light possible. But overall, everything I've heard about that locker room in general has been positive. They get along. And that's, and that's the, um, North Americans and the you know, the British and you know with the Japanese, it's a, it's a you know it's, they take care of them over there. So uh, I've ne- I've never heard anything super bad where the locker room was toxic like it was you know, you know WCW in the nineties or something like that. You know? This next question comes from one of our listeners in Chile. Actually, oh, wow. yeah. That's pretty cool, and his name I'm is Starvin. I could go for some chili right now. <laughs> I knew you're every all roads lead to food. I'll tell you what. 
but his name is Mateus, not to be confused with Mateus Jabs from the Scorpions. Uh, he My asks what? us. <laughs> he asks us the question: uh, Do you think that another Gaijin could be in the orbit or even win the IWGP title in the near future? Um, Hangman Page. There's my answer. <laughs> that's that's terrible. Um, no. Um, I mean, listen, the IWGP title is made. You really got to, again, look at who's won it in the past 10 years. You know, who's had it? Who's carried it? Not many people. It's, it's, not, a, it's not one of those titles that they're going to just flip-flop all around. There's a certain person. You got to be the right fit to, to carry that belt. Um, and being um, a Westerner or being outside of Japan, that's going to make it even tougher. There's not many people that have had to have that distinction and have that honor to do so. Um, they don't grow on huckleberry trees. So uh, do I see it in the very near future? I don't. I don't see it. Next question comes from Justin Enougha Ballard, and uh, he asks, who wins G1 now? I'd peg Okada to win and challenge Naito again at Wrestle Kingdom 11. But since Okada is already the champ again, who challenges him at Wrestle Kingdom 11? Well, it's, it, this was something that I was actually going to bring up today. Um, Damon, they at, at this point, the biggest match that they could do, at least in my opinion right now, and they've already done it twice this year, is Okada versus Naito. Like That's probably the biggest uh, Wrestle Kingdom main event that they could do. So, originally, my I I was uh, traveling along the same train of thought as Justin here. You know where we thought that Okada was going to win G One and the story going to January was going to be his his redemption journey. You know uh, to uh, get back the title from Naito. But maybe the roles are swapped now. Maybe, maybe we have Naito win G One. What do, What do you think? Well, let's put it this way: Who are the top three guys in the promotion right now? Well, Tanahashi, Okada, and Naito. Who's winning G1? You know what? Here's the thing. I, I think Okada could still win G1. Yes. P- P- people forget about how much I money they're... I think Tanahashi could still win G1. I think he could do it. Do, do you want to know what uh, my uh, G1 finale uh, armchair booker thing originally was? Go. Uh, Tanahashi versus Okada at Sumo Hall. I mean, look, the, the story was that you know Okada and Tanahashi. You know, this was this was the final chapter. This was Okada's redemption um, at at the Dome. I don't know who else wins this. Does Elgin win G one? I don't see uh, it. No, I don't see that. I don't see it. Does Does Omega win it? No, no way. No way? No way. I don't think Omega's going to... Uh, uh, so, o- Omega's going to headline the Tokyo Dome? I, I mean, you know. Uh, again, to me, it's, no. it's a three-horse three race. And it's Okada, Naito, Tanahashi. Right? It's got to be Naito. I think it's Naito. But I could be... Listen, we've been dead wrong before. but, but I just, <laughs> We have. But it's, it's one of those three. And... I think people are forgetting Tanahashi and who he is and what he's about and what the company thinks of him. If he's healthy, Colin, I don't. I wouldn't be shocked to see. I wouldn't be shocked to see a Tanahashi Naito at Wrestle Kingdom. No, I don't. I don't think it would necessarily shock me either. But again, just just remember all the money that they're pumping into uh, Okada. Just keep keep yeah. that in the back of your mind. Yeah. 
Yeah, I listen, I agree, but <sighs> Yeah, it's 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 those three. It's those three. I, I can't see I don't see any other dark horses pulling out of the pack, you know, over Tanahashi Okada, Okada and Naito. I just don't see it. All right, we're going to do a few more Facebook questions here, then move on to Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I have to read these. These are from George, <laughs> and he has, like, three short questions here. Number one, what exactly is a jizzwaffle? Num- number two, <laughs> Damon, can you come to Baltimore and adopt me? Number three, how drunk am I? Drunk enough to pick Shibata to win the G1? <laughs> I'll work my way backwards. Pr- one, pro- uh, probably. Two, uh, what is it, adoption? Yeah, yeah, to come to mm. Baltimore and adopt him. Yeah. I don't know if you really want that. I don't I'm, think I you probably, make a good father, Dan. I really no don't fit. think so either. I mean, everybody says like you make a good father. Like I don't really think so. No. I would be I would be bored out of my mind with it in the first twenty minutes to be like, all right, I'm good, take it back. <laughs> the child would die. I don't think it would die, but it would. I would be over it. I'd be like, I'd probably give it away. <laughs> like I really don't really want this thing. Uh, what um, a humanitarian. Yeah, uh, you know. And then um, the jizz waffle. Oh, the jizz waffle. Well, it's just a you know a, a, a term of, of endearment. Um, you know, dickhead, fuckface, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, whatever harsh term you want to call somebody, you know, you're just combining something, you know, a bad word with something that's literally the most kid-friendly thing you could think of. And that's what he went. Just made it up on the spot. I'm sure somebody else has used the term jizzwaffle before. It just came to my mind as I was typing that out of comments. I, I think you're the originator, Damon. Yeah. All right. I'll take full credit for it, but uh, hashtag yeah. jizzwaffle. Hashtag jizzwaffle. I can't even get that sentence out. I think I just had a struggle. With it. I said hashtag his waffle. <laughs> <laughs> I really. Did. I wanted to have them played back and like isolated what I said. I don't even know what I said. Yes. Hashtag jizzwaffle. One more right. Facebook question here. This comes from Kevin Norris, and <laughs> I like this one. Do you see Hangman Page, Lord forbid, or Adam Cole, baby? having any major success in the G1. For that matter, do you see Adam Cole, Bebe, having any success in NJPW, period? Lastly, do you see NJPW officially changing Adam Cole, Bebe's name to Adam Cole, Bebe? No, Bebe. <laughs> um, for all the above. I don't, see, I don't see them in G1. I don't see a lot of success. And no, I don't see them officially changing his name to Bebe. Do you like that Bay Bay stuff? Yeah, I do. I, I get a kick out of it. Yeah, I'm All right. Very good. All right. Let's move to Twitter. We have a few from Twitter that we're going to get right, I'm, to. I'm exhausted here. I know. I know. Hey, we're t- I can't t- believe this. Every time you do this gimmick, though, every time you say, all right, we're, let's, do a, let's do a Q&A thing. I, I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, nobody's going to fucking give us questions. Like, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> Who's listening to this show? You know David, what I mean? Within, within 10 minutes, I, we, we were literally swamped with swamped? questions. Yeah, swamped. Wow. And, and like, I, I apologize. There's no way that, you know, we can get to every single one. And we're going to try to um, answer some of these on Facebook, by the way, the ones that uh, we couldn't get to on the show here. But, yeah, we, Damon, don't, you, don't don't sell us short here. We have got, uh, we've got lots of listeners here. And we, we thank you guys for listening to us. And everybody has just, you know, the, the, the nicest things to say about, you know, them listening to us on their commute and them laughing and, you know, and I, 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 I'm happy that we can be a, a, a small kind of weird part of your lives like that, you know? It is kind of weird. Hey, you know what? I got to give a special shout out to that, uh, our good friend Esbach again. Um, do you yeah. know what that guy did? He, he sent you some Blu-rays, right? Holy crap. He sent me four Blu-rays, right? Um, Big Japan shows, uh, some some 
uh, classic New Japan shows on Blu-ray. The picture quality is fucking great. Um, and he sent a magazine. He sent over the uh, most recent uh, New Japan. They have like a, a bi-monthly magazine. He sent over the New yeah. Japan magazine. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit, this guy is fucking the best. Um, so SBOC, again, I personally thanked you via the email as well as uh, the Twitter box. But uh, again, a special shout out to this guy uh, who, who's in Japan, listens to the show. Um, big pro wrestling fan. So again, it's, it blows me away. Uh, when shit like that happens, you know what I mean? It's just like, wow, it's the kindness, man. Fucking awesome. Uh, so when I'm done with those Blu-rays, I'll call and I'll, I'll send them your way. Cool, thank you. And uh, moving on to, to the uh, the Twitter machine here, uh, we have a twofold question from at Ad Gaskin, uh, Adrian Gaskin, and he asks, I I have a couple questions. One, where does Los Ingobernobles go from here after a clean sweep at Dominion? And playing Fantasy Booker, how would you improve the tag division in NJPW, and who would be the teams involved? Uh, let's work backwards here. Uh, first of all, number two with the with, with the tag division, get rid of these junior tag straps. We don't need two separate tag divisions. Just have the IWGP tag team titles, and you know you could have like like imagine having the Super High Flyers, Seidel and Ricochet versus the Briscoes. What a great match that would be. You know, like th- think of all the possibilities. When how long have we been on that fucking platform? We've been saying that for, for a year. long time. Yeah, guess guess what I read in the Observer? Oh, what? That exact same shit. I swear. Yeah, to God. yeah. Mel- Meltzer did say the same thing. You're right. Yeah, he I read that too. like a paragraph about. It. I was like, hmm, that sounds really familiar. <laughs> right. Um, I wonder what he's yeah. listening to. Uh, listen, hi Dave. Can we get a free subscription, please? Um, and um, free subscription. Can can we get some money, please? <laughs> Dave, Dave's not giving us any money. That's for sure. Um, no, 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 Colin. <laughs> That's my Dave Meltzer. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that fucking show. Uh, um, what were we saying? What was the question, Colin? All right. I'm so, off, off okay, so the one was about the tag division, and I kind of answered that. Just get rid of the junior tag straps and just have the just have one set of tag titles, okay? Agreed. That could, you know, improve things a lot here. And, right, the other, and, and the junior belts don't don't mean shit anyway. N- neither neither of the belts mean shit. And you know, if well, you, I think the tag belts still and amazing that it still does. I still think it means something. Um, yeah, but I'm in full, we've been saying it for months. Okay, what's the next question? Uh, the next question was concerning Los Ingobernobles, and uh, Adrian wants to know where do they go from here after their clean sweep at Dominion? And my answer is the G1. That, that's I where see, they get their redemption. I say they get ramen right afterwards. They wouldn't think it was <laughs> hey, that sounds pretty good. Oh, I could go for some fucking ramen right now. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, they're not buried. They're not dead. They're not, you know, they, you know. They're heels. They're just, they're supposed to put over baby faces, uh, but no, he's nine. I, th- I think Naito is is g- again gun to my head. Who's winning G one? I think it's Naito. Uh, this one comes from at Sasake's cousin. Oh, all right. Spirit. Yeah, that that that's his uh, his Twitter handle. Spirit of uh, Sasuke. Mm, okay. Uh, and his question is, Kushida and Yoshihashi, should they be in the G1, and will they be in the G1? We kind of answered that. You're saying Kushida, no. Um, Yoshihashi, question mark. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. All right. Uh, next one. This is kind of a 
interesting question. Kind of a twofold question here. This one comes from uh, at Adam G Wilson eighty five. Eighty four was taken. <laughs> yep, eighty four was taken. So he had to go with eighty five. You know, you gotta gotta make do. Um, his first question is: Why don't New Japan audiences throw streamers? Is it because it's seen as an all Japan thing? No. Um, well, no, it's just a, a company decision because it was a, a pain in the fucking ass cleaning up streamers. To be honest with you, they were sick of it. Um, and I think there was some like people. I don't. I don't know this for sure, so don't crucify me. But um, you're going to crucify me anyway. Crucify so. him. <laughs> um, I think there were complaints. Like people were getting sick of getting pegged with fucking streamers at shows. Um, so they they just recently uh, made. Uh, Noah, Noah was always streamer, like pro streamer. Yeah, I, I remember. And they pulled the plug on that. Um, Big Japan still streamers, I think. Um, a lot of the uh, women's promotions streamers. You know what though? Uh, it didn't uh, in in New Japan. I think I think there were streamers at the Honor Rising shows. Yeah, the yeah, I, I really. Yeah, I, I I swear there were streamers during those shows. Mm, I don't remember. I could uh, be dead. I could be dreaming that, but. Yeah. Um yeah, but but New Japan shows that's it's they just decided to not have it. Um I don't again, I don't know if it's a safety concern. I don't know if it's just they got sick of tired of cleaning up fucking streamers. I don't know. But I less I like it. I kinda miss it. I, I do enjoy seeing it. Listen, there's it's really cool when they you know, they coordinate the colors, you know. Yeah. You know, Misawa would have his green his emerald green and kind of silvery color or white, you know, and uh, you know, Kenta Kobashi's final match. The stream, you know, streamers mean a lot. I, Johnny I that, Ace. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> streamers mean a the lot. The dynamic dudes would have look, streamers. Look, Johnny Ace in fucking all Japan was great. Um, the, you know, the women's, you know, matches are, are, you know, it just adds an extra dynamic that makes it very cool. Do I think it's played out like in Ring of Honor where they throw like toilet paper streamers? Yeah. I mean, but I, I, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm overall, I'm pro streamer. I'm pro streamer. And his other question that he had, which I kind of like, which is your favorite Corican fan banner? And I can answer uh, that right away. I love the, uh, the the young line of blue eyes. The one that for, is a good one. Uh, uh, I, I guess it was Jay White. And I got to be honest with you. When I was there, um, I marked out two times. One, I marked out seeing you know the the, just the dingy white one that just says New Japan Pro Wrestling in in Japanese. It's it's the white banner. But it's like made out of like a bed sheet, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just in yeah. black spray paint. Yeah, yeah. But you saw zero effort. It. Yeah, but it still is so iconic. Like you see it at at every fucking show, <laughs> and it's like, oh, there it is, that dirty bed sheet banner. Um, I do like the Liger one where it's like half his face on the side. You know, it's like, uh, you know, on the left side of the banner, it's just his face, but it's you know, like his mask is cut in half long ways, and then it just says Jushin Thunder Liger. I like, I like the tiger the, mask one, too. I like the, t- the go-go tiger, go, yep. or, yeah, um, and I like the Kushida one. I do like that one. Um, yeah, there's my, but my favorite one is definitely Dirty Sheet. The Dirty Sheet. The Dirty Bed Sheet is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one final question here, and I, I, I saved the best for last here, and this Uh-oh. one comes from at Curtain Jerk SOB. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> also known as Tranquilo Dragon. He tweets nice. us a lot. I, Let me tell you something. We got some fucking funny, 
followers. We, we do. We really do. They, 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 they do make me laugh at work. Yeah, well, and I think that they, uh, you know, appreciate some of the goofiness that we interweave uh, into this podcast as well. Yes. All right. So, What's the last question? Last question. How excited are you for a possible Nakanishi versus Yujiro in the G1? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pumped. No. I, I Yeah, well, I'm I, all I in. I don't, uh, sadly, I don't think we'll see it. I don't. I don't think Nakanishi's in. Uh, I don't think. I don't think Nakanishi would survive. I think Nakanishi would literally keel over <laughs> on day eight. Probably. Yeah. There would, I mean, there would be a. Uh, there would be a breaking news. Uh, <laughs> day eight. Well, him. first of all, by the time he gets down to the ring, yeah, that guy is gassed. Yeah. I mean, listen. Uh, you know, I, I listen, and I, I give him all the props in the world for trying, but it's time to hang him up. Um. No, unfortunately, we will not be seeing that, but uh, I'm sure we'll have some other gems in there that will be, oh, boy. And it's going to make it even more painful when it's 3 o'clock in the morning watching these that shit. Um, so, yeah, that's right around the corner, dude. Are you, now, are you going to are you going to try and catch these shows live, or are you just going to watch them the next morning? You know what? I'll probably end up watching them the next morning because, you know, I'm a... I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big eight hour sleep kind of guy, you know. I don't like I'm, to fuck with around you. with my sleep, so I'm with you. you know, because I, I like to be sharp between the ears, as they say. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's probably what I'll end up doing. And um, yeah, that's the that's that's the last of our uh, our questions here. And once again, guys, when you know we, we we get so many questions, I really appreciate it. I apologize if we couldn't get to every single one. I mean, quite frankly, this would be a three hour podcast. If uh, we were to answer every single one, maybe more. So we'll we'll, we'll try to get to the ones that uh, we didn't answer on the show um, on Facebook and Twitter. So you know, th- thanks again for all your support and always listening to us. And uh, uh, once again, uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and just go to NewJapanPuroCast.com. All the links for the social media and all of our feeds are there. And you can also listen to us on the Great Voices of wrestling podcasting network as well and damien there's one thing uh before we kind of sign off here for, uh, for this week's edition that i wanted you to touch upon and that's the uh if if you're a member of the the, the classic japanese pro wrestling facebook group there, there was a big announcement there that uh our uh, buddy uh gaijin eric made can you kind of enlighten us on what this is going to be I certainly can. So, uh, of course, me and Eric are uh, pretty tight. So he clued me in a, a few weeks, maybe maybe longer than that. He he had ideas. Um, yeah, you definitely want to, if you're not already a, a member of, of the classic Japanese pro wrestling Facebook group on Facebook. Um, he's, he, so the, the big claim to fame are, are the are the drops, are the, are the videos that, that consistently and constantly they, they upload uh, all, all these various promotions. So again, if you're looking at a lot of these shows online, whether it be Daily Motion or or other avenues that you have direct links to, um, you can thank these guys who, you know, stay up late or wake up early and and record these shows and upload them for our enjoyment for free. Um, so they're going to make it a little bit easier. So one, um, they're going to uh, have a, a, a Google Drive that's going to have these shows ready for download so if you are a completist and you need to have these shows you you'll have them which is fantastic um the second thing is is that they're scanning programs and um magazines and 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 
that kind of stuff in this drive as well. So you can read and, and, and look at all these uh, awesome programs. And again, there's nothing better than a Japanese pro wrestling program. They just do it so well. And the, and the artwork and the photography is just tremendous. And, you know, a lot of these big shows, your dome shows, your G1s, your, uh, your major shows, your champion carnivals, that kind of stuff. And then third is they're going to have an archive and they're, they're working diligently on it. Um, they're going to have an archive of every single All Japan match that's been televised. And they're going to have it where you can search by that match. That's insane um, because I know really that there, 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 there's plenty of listeners like I who, you know, hear these tales of how great All Japan was in the 90s and really want to kind of, you know, delve into some of these some of these classics with Kawada and Misawa. And it, it, this is going to really come in handy for that if you want to get into some classic All Japan. Yeah, and it's not like these matches, you know, a lot of these matches you know, aren't available, but it's just they're scattered all over the Internet. So it's going to be just one awesome spot where you can, you know, for free, for free. You don't have to pay. Um, just a tremendous undertaking that, that they're doing. And that's Eric and that's uh, his partner, Jamal. Uh, as well as Morton VH, uh, you can follow him on Twitter, who's, who has stepped up big time from what Eric was saying on a lot of recording these shows. So again, big Japan, all Japan. Uh, there's, you're not going to see new Japan stuff on there for, that, you, that you can get at the network. They, he made that perfectly clear. That's not happening. So if you can subscribe to it and there's a way for you to get a hold of it here and pay, they're not going to upload that stuff. So. Make, I want to make that point perfectly clear. But the stuff that we would never be able to watch and, and these guys are getting for us, again, the big Japans, the all Japans, the, um, a lot of the women's promotions, um, you know, Michinoku Pro, uh, the, these, the stuff that you'll never see if it wasn't for these guys, um, you know, they're making it happen. So a, a, real, a real, real fantastic project, a real massive project. I don't know where they're getting the time to do all this, but uh, it's happening and uh, it's such a good thing. So our hats off. Uh, they're they're big supporters of the, of the pure cast, and we're big supporters of them and 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 the classic group. So good good job by them, and that's where we are with that. Um, now let me ask you this: Do we have a show tomorrow that we have to preview real quick? Oh uh, yeah, know a lineup? And, yeah, and you know what? I, I was thinking that we could just do like the top three matches from this let's show. Do that. Yeah, because um, really the big news coming out of the show is the G one announcements. But what's the yeah. what's the lineup? I don't even know. All right, so this is going to be uh, next Sunday, um, early Sunday morning, late Saturday evening uh, here in the States. On July 3rd, this is uh, their Kazuna Road 2016. This is going to take place from Iwate. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But uh, big three matches for this one. Uh, first of all, there's going to be a six-man for the never open weight six-man tag title. So we're going to have the Elite defending against Matt Seidel, Ricochet, and Satoshi Kojima, which should be a good match. Yeah, sounds fine. Just just bang through the matches. I mean, I don't... Is, is there anything... Like, what's the main event for this show? Uh, let, let, let me just announce the semi-main event here. Oh, okay. Um, All right. This is one of the, uh, another one of the uh, Los Ingobernables versus Chaos elimination matches. So we got Will Ospreay, Yoshihashi, Goto, and Okada taking on Bushi, Evil, Sonata, and Naito. Okay. All right. Yeah, That's not know. bad. No, not bad. I mean, I'm sure it'll be good, but again, we've we've seen this countless times. But uh, the main event, which I think everybody is uh, looking forward to, for the never open weight title, Katsuyori Shibata defends against a returning Tomowaki Honma. Yeah, he was hurt. He was banged up a little bit. He's healed up. He's ready to rock and roll, and we know that's going to be a great match. Uh, and that's when. But this is tomorrow, right? This is the 27th. 
No, 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 no. This oh. this is uh, next next Saturday or Sunday, um, oh. July third. My bad. Okay. All right. So right around the holiday. Do we know what a lineup is for this this twenty seventh show? Um, this Kazuna Road show. Um, yeah, we do. We, we we do have the lineup for the for the twenty seventh. If you want to go over that, even just though, real quick, just give me like the top three matches. We don't have to go through match by match. Even though most of you may have uh, watched it already by the time right. you're listening to this, but uh, let's see here. Main event is um, actually this might be quite good. Uh, Will Osprey and Okada versus Bushi and Naito. Huh. That's 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 pretty that uh, that should be really nice actually. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got Yoshihashi and Goto versus Evil and Sonata. That should be good. Okay. Um that's about you know that, that 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 that's the juiciest stuff really that's going to be on this show. Um there's also uh, it's going to open up with Taguchi versus Finley, which I don't think you're going to get best of the super juniors Taguchi in this, you know, be forewarned. Right. Probably not. We're probably, probably going to get goofy sunglass wearing Taguchi, so Yeah. But okay. yeah, those are those are the two juiciest matches coming out of this show tomorrow. So so how about this for next week? Um, we can kind of talk about uh, our feelings on like the two main events from the show tomorrow. Yep. And then we'll do our review of the July third show, and we'll talk about all of the official G one participants, which will be announced by that time. Yep. Yep. Well, you'll, again, a lot of people listen to the show on a Monday. Um, the, the, the announcements will already be happening, but, um, yep. Uh, a lot of review, a lot, a lot of shows coming up and again, G1 right around the corner. So it'll be a fun time. Alrighty. So on that note, Damon, I think we're going to, uh, go home here and uh, thank you guys as always for listening to us. Keep those five star reviews coming in on the old iTunes and Stitcher. Remember new Japan, purecast.com voices of wrestling.com. And we'll be back here next week. Same bat time, same bat channel to uh, talk about this July 3rd show. Talk about some of the uh, main events for tomorrow's June 27th show. And, uh, lots more fun, um, in all the things going on in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. We've got some great things coming up in the coming months. So uh, for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you down the road. Later, guys. There is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.